Yeah, what you are about to hear is a work of fan fiction. All characters and events and settings, even those based on the ones from World of Warcraft, are entirely fictional, and half of it was probably made up on the spot. Listening to this production indicates your consent to its terms of service, which we forgot to write down. Last time, our heroes defeated a series of gelatinous and mutated creatures in the caves behind the lair of a clan of Stranglethorn ogres. They now have access to as many eyebright herbs as they can carry and have made great strides towards sneaking into the jungle troll city of Zulgarub. Surely nothing bad can happen now, or can it? Let's find out as we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. You guys are waking up first thing in the morning in the deep uh, recesses of a cave behind the Mashag Ogre Mound. You're surrounded on all sides by these glowing purple flowers. You had a nice night's sleep. Everyone can uh, can get their long rest. So that's all good. At this point, you guys have a choice to make because you know that there are various sections of the cave that you have explored and then there's a section that you have not explored yet that you presume is the pathway toward Zulgarub. Um, so you can either, on your way out of this area, you can either, you know, basically when you think about the directionality of it, hang a right and go back over to where the ogres are, or hang a left and continue deep down into uh, the areas that you haven't been to yet. Um, also, are you packing a whole bunch of these flowers with you? There are more than enough in the room that you would be able to grab a bunch of them if you wanted them or you can like leave them here. I didn't know what you guys had plans for for the for the flowers themselves. Okay. What are you guys doing First this of all, Okay. We're we're waking up. I got a little basic campfire going cuz I like to cook breakfast. So I'm going to take what we have our our provisions. I'm going to crumble up some hardtack, mix a little seasoning in it, you know, from my my seasoning bag. Um, this time the seasoning will be, uh, stuff like cinnamon and like some, some, maybe something like clove and I'm going to make it softer in kind of a little doughy by mixing in ale, some ale as a binding agent, not, not like a ton, but as, you know, as a binding agent. And then I'm going to use my cooking utensils to, um, I'm going to pick some flowers, grind out s- some nectar um, out of the flowers, just just enough to coat these treats, and then I'm going to put them over the fire to warm them, and they should be a bit tacky on the out outside um, from the nectar and uh, soft in the middle, and yeah, uh, so I don't know if the nectar is going to help with mosquitoes down the line. But I figure y'all should eat these right away before they harden up so you don't, like, break your tooth on them or anything. But if you eat them now, you get two extra hit points. Uh, three. It's your it's equal to your proficiency bonus. It's three extra points. Everyone gets three points. Three. We've been doing two. Three temporary, three temporary hit points. 
Yeah, because it's equal to your it's you make a number of treats equal to your proficiency, and you they give you hit points, uh, temporary hit points equal to your proficiency. I'm pretty I don't sure think we've made these that's true. Level to five. Okay, so uh, yeah, because I can make three, and we can all all three of us can put two temp uh, sorry three temporary hit points. We can just start the day with three temporary hit points. Uh, on the note of the food, um, you guys, the benefit from the raptor dogs would have worn off by now. So if you have the raptor dogs equipped, which is giving you the um, the bonus to your stealth, go ahead and unequip that. Okay. By the way, I was definitely pandering for an inspiration there. Yeah, absolutely. Go for it. Yay! Remind me, remind me for stuff like that. Get it. What? Can you remind me what DM'd inspiration does again? It's just been a while. DM inspiration is before you roll the dice, you can choose to roll with advantage. That's you're spending. Or if you have disadvantage, you can say, I'm going to use my inspiration to roll normal. Perfect. Okay. But you do have to say that before you before you throw the dice. Yay, I got inspiration. I spent a while thinking of up a recipe that I could use without any without a whole lot of provisions, but with except for what I had on me. <laughs> yeah, totally worked. Absolutely. So now we've got our basic campfire. Uh, we've all got three extra hit points. And uh, what what are y'all doing? I would probably just be waking up, um, like stretching, things like that. And then when you feed me the things, I'm going to scarf them down because I'm hungry. Like I'm starving. We just we just fought a really disgusting monster and then slept in where its corpses would be. So I'm gonna be scarfing down food just like so ready to appetite. like let's go. Yep, let's go. Like I don't wanna be here anymore. Let's figure out what we're gonna do so that we can get out of this little creepy cave. I don't know. I think this section of the you know, the purple glowing flowers is you know, it's kinda damp, but it's I've been in worse places. It's pretty nice in here. But but it, I mean, it is time to go. Yes, purple is your color, but the glow just does something to you. It's Falcus. the eyes. <laughs> Falcus has just been sitting there, kind of contemplating, just kind of deep in thought, just trying to think of you know. So we, the path to to the um, to Zul Grub is is blocked by by rocks. So we have to go back anyway to the ogres and, and get their help. And that was what we we basically made that deal to help clear out down here in exchange for them to clear the the deep caves to allow us act uh, or give us some um, clear the the boulders out of the way to get to to Zulgurub. So we do have to go back for that to get them to do that for us. I just don't know. I'm just trying to, to rack my mind of what we can do about leveraging the fact that we've got these flowers now. And man, I want that necklace off that guy. It's got to be something sweet. Well, okay. So we have got a cave full of these beautiful flowers, and these ogres definitely know that where they are, right? So I reckon we can gather some and bring them. Well, first of all, I th- I reckon we could. I mean, there's a lot here, and we're we're not gonna go cleaning out this cave of of flowers. Let's let's put some on us like what's what's a good amount of flowers to take just to uh we could 
leverage it as currency later <laughs> if we wanted to. I would right, say like absolutely. three to five each or something. Yeah, that sounds about right to at least, uh, you know, pass around upstairs a bit. Also, as well as bring us bring back to to any kind of alchemists, you know, eventually we're going to find our way probably up to Stormwind or other major cities that, to have some stuff for, for alchemists would be kind of cool. Like you said, for leverage and bartering. Okay, no, what I'm talking about is what we're going to have on ourselves. Um, I reckon three or four flowers ain't enough. I'm going to get a pound of flowers. I'm going to pick as many flowers as I can and mash them down, you know, like between, like, like what we might do between books or something, but I'm going to mash them together and, you know, tie it up and it's going to be big because a flower, flowers don't weigh that much. Uh, so it'll be like a, I'll tie them up and it'll be like a brick of <laughs> flowers. Okay. Like seriously, right? It, it would be like that for like a whole pound of flowers. I'm assuming there's a lot of flowers here. Yeah, if you compare them against... Like a meadow? Yeah. It's, I mean, I would say that, I mean, we're talking about a space of, if I grab my measuring tool, uh, we're talking about a space everywhere, probably 50 by 60 in an oblong, like, kidney bean shape uh, section. Yeah. So it's a decent sized package. Okay, so what I'm talking about doing is is is, is making a like like a brick, tying it all together, and, and putting it in my bag. So I'm just gonna do that, and we're gonna just keep keep that on us. Now, it, it, and that can be for all of us. We could use it to help people, you, you know, or or maybe we could use it for uh, people could 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 grow it. In their own conditions, and it looks like we know exactly what conditions they thrive in. So, we got we got seeds, we got all that stuff. So yeah. this is this is good to have. Okay, and I think that's yeah. So I think that's all we stash. need. Yeah, I don't I don't think we need to grab any more than than what what Butch just grabbed. I think that's more than enough. Okay, well, well that's no. that is for us. Now we need a plan to. Um, take no, some back to the ogres. That we're going to take some back this. to the ogres. Okay, well, they, they they know where this cave is. They know exactly how many flowers are here. They, they, they've they been here before. We just um, killed an uh, amalgamation, amalgamation of several ogres yesterday, which wasn't very pleasant. So we, we can bring stuff back and say, hey, we uh, took care of the problem for you. But then are they going to... I, I, I'll take them for the word. They said they'd help move the rocks for us. Uh, they're, they're, they're friendly enough. So what if we each just take kind of like a bouquet back? So we'll have three like bouquets of flowers. You know, it's like what? 10 to 12 flowers in a bouquet or something? Yeah. So we'll, take, we'll go 13. So we'll take back 30 or so flowers to them and be like, here, we brought you some back as proof that we did our job. So you guys can go down there and get them whenever you want to. Well, it's not that far away, but I mean, yeah, we come carrying gifts for sure. Uh, but Falkas, you you did have your eye on something else. Yeah, so I mean, if we we offer up the the flowers to them too, can definitely play a little mind twistiness with with the Mister Biclops there and say, you know, it's like you know, if if you got access to the flowers now, you don't need to. The, you know, you don't need that necklace anymore because you've got access to the good flowers now. Wait a minute. We'll try to get off him. 
we're, we're going kind of meta here, but did the ogre seem to know that that necklace was keeping him safe? He was the only one pretty much in the entire cave who still had his vision. I don't know if his his subject, his, his people know that the necklace is doing that, but I think we know he has bites on him and he can still see. Yeah, he says he's. I'm, that's why he's the one who's in charge. It's like mm, I'm strong ogre, you know. I'm 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 the strongest of all the ogres. I can I can still see. I've got my eyesight still. That's where I was like, I think that necklace. Yeah, I don't think he understands. Yeah, that necklace is probably got some magic to it. I'll agree with you. I would wouldn't bet you one dead beaver. To say that 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 ogre is smart enough to understand that what that necklace is doing for him. However, we'll find out. So, I do. I mean, not that we want to do this. I still have a vial of the eyebright drop, and we know how to get more. I mean, it's going to require going to Booty Bay or, like you said, Stormwind. But I'm not saying we want to barter it, put it on the table. But we do have that as a leverage option. Well, these ogres have been living here for some time now, experiencing all they do is eat these flowers to begin with. So their method of achieving the medicine is effective. Yeah. As well eating as it, the refined, yeah, as well as the refined method as the vial. So that's where I was like, they're they're fine off on their own. They've been living here as they have with, with eating it. So I don't think that's going to be necessary. That did not cross my mind, but nope, I understand now. Okay, so yeah, I think we can we can go back with some offerings and maybe figure out a way, because they, even as the leader, he does not seem like the, uh, the sharpest tool in the shed. No. So we may be able to figure out a way to get that necklace from him. And ooh, we ooh, need help moving it. those boulders. We, we, well, you know, how, how, uh, uh, um, I got it, I got it, I got it. To, we're, let's just go, let's just do this. I got it. You got it? I got an idea. If you got an idea, I'm gonna trust you, honey. Okay. Um, let's uh, let's head back up. Okay. You guys know your way through. Um, you're easily able to make this trip. You've got all your flowers in hand. You've got your uh, you you packaged up a bunch of them and stuffed them down to the bottom of the bag just to make sure. And when you return to the ogre mound, it only takes you know a little bit of walking. And by the time you get there. Uh, there are a number of ogres nearby who are, again, it's evident that they can't see what they're doing, um, with the exception of Doug and Yark, who are able to see what they're, because they haven't, as far as you can tell, it doesn't appear that they've left the mound since yesterday, and they're still cured from when you guys interacted with them. Uh, And when they see you walking out of the cave with bundles and bundles of these flowers, they both go, Oh! They got them! They got them! They got them! And, uh, they, they head running over and start yelling to the other ogres. They got some the flowers. They got some. And like ogres start to approach you in what outside of here might have been a very intimidating uh, <laughs> wave of just flabby, sweaty stink meat is just approaching in a in a in a very uh, uh, eager way. Um, and they start grabbing at each you know, I mean, they're they're a little ham-fisted about it, and the ones who can't see are are very clumsy about it. But they're they're starting to take them and they're eating them, and they're also chewing on like meat from yesterday and maybe meat from the day before, and they're like all eating and and, and they're grabbing and grabbing. 
and you see the Biclavs come walking around and go, did you, did you get the gross guys? Did you get rid of the gross guys? Oh, we sure did. And I t- tell you what, that was the grossest thing I'd ever seen. And um, I, I'm getting goosebumps just uh, thinking about it. And my, my stomach ain't right. But it shouldn't be a problem to you anymore. He walks over and he grabs one of the flowers and starts chewing on it. And he turns to the rest of the ogres and says, Little fluffy... Dim... Bear man, friend of ogres, kill the gross guys. And they're all like fists in the air. Yeah, gross guys. Did you guys say we helped too? It's like we helped. We were all down there. Pinkwin says he helped. And then there's a oh. silence. And then one ogre in the far back goes, Pinkwin! And the Pinkwin! <laughs> well, this, this little girly over here, you, you wouldn't even know but uh she did she she helped too it was a group effort and look how pretty she is group i pretty (laughs) they are they they're they're being loud and 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 excited and a couple of them are like doing the chris farley you know but they're chewing on the flowers there does not have seem to have been an immediate effect but you've but they're on you've got them on your good side might take a, a a I'll say, if anything, to the biclops, it might take a few more doses of eating some more flowers uh, or some time for it to take. Because the medicine that we had from these flowers was really, it, it's its concentrated. That's a big word for them. Uh, strong. Eat more flowers. Your eyesight's come back. So, Mr. Biclops, uh, sir, um, we'd like to go to Zulgurup now. Can you help us with the boulders? Yes, yes, you got rid of ghost guys, I get rid of boulders. That was, that was the talk. Yes. I got a gift for you in exchange, can, can, if we want to be friends, uh, you know, as friends, we, we exchange gifts. Um, I've got this gift here. Can I exchange for, for your, your, you've got an awesome necklace, uh, as friends, we, we exchange. What are you offering him? The lucky troll fetish. The air quotes, <laughs> lucky troll fetish. Yes! This 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 troll fetish this this really cool looking um uh voodoo doll with a ninja uh, like a ninja with a red mask it makes you really uh it it it's it brings you luck and the blessings of the loa for anyone who carries it this thing has brought me so much luck um and it looks like a little ninja with a little mask maybe really cool and and really sneaky and and, and stuff like that but it brings it brings luck and um Maybe you've got something that's special like that that you can trade, you know, as friends. Focus, you can't give that away. That's magic. Focus, that is so valuable. You want to trade? You want to trade that? That magic? I don't know. I I just don't know if we can live without that. That's, oh, it's brought us so much luck. Well, that's what friends do, and 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 we want to be friends with the ogres and continue to be friends with the ogres. Um, we have other friends who who you know can make more medicine from these purple flowers and help other people who have lost their eyesight too. So it's only it's 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 the only thing, the right thing to really you know ensure our our friendship. He reaches out with one big fat hand and takes it real gentle, and he picks it up and he looks at it. And it gets real close to his face, like he's trying to 
trying to really understand it. Now, I anticipated that you were going to try to per, uh, 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 persuade him into giving up the necklace. Um, and I was going to demand that you trade him something for that. Um, but this presentation and Butch's help is making it so good that I'm not even going to ask you to roll for it. Yes! He immediately holds it up. He shows everybody and goes, lucky trophy! And they all just start screaming again. He just takes the necklace off and hands it to you. He's not even looking at you. He's looking at the rest of the crowd. <laughs> it's a it's a nondescript, very basic uh, leather thong kind of strap around the neck. It's over, like the, the length of it is way too long for you. You're going to have to shorten it. Um, the, the, it's like a jewel that hangs at the bottom of it. Um, I don't know what you would call it on the necklace, the dangly bit. Is it a charm? A pendant. A, a pendant, a pendant yeah. sure, fine. It's like a, uh, a rough hewn, uh, red heart shaped gem of some kind. It's, it's not, it wasn't like finely cut. Like it's not a beautiful ruby or anything. It, it's kind of, it looks like a little bit of a, a shoddy craftsmanship of, of one flavor or another, but it's, it's got, it's got a nice look to it. It's it's got a nice heft to it. It's it's a, it's an interesting little piece, and you do sense that it is in fact magical. So, you can have that, and it's gonna take you either some experimentation or some uh, um, practice or some context clues to understand exactly what it is, what it is and how it works. No, actually, it doesn't because you guys have done, you guys have had the conversation of okay. We're pretty sure that this item is the thing that's making is the thing that's making the difference for this individual character. Um, you can go and ha- uh, go ahead and add. It's the periapt of health. It uh, it makes you immune to disease, and it suppresses any diseases that you're currently afflicted with while you're wearing it. What, including awesome troll, troll curses from weapons? In the event that such a curse inflicts a disease, yes. <laughs> I realize now too that I could have also even pitched the fact that too. It's like, man, without this lucky troll fetish, man, we wouldn't have killed the blobs down here. <laughs> I didn't. We didn't even need to so go that far. So now he doesn't believe you, and he wants the necklace back. No, I'm just kidding. So what happens next? So you guys have got the ogres on your good side for sure. Um, and the Biclops has agreed to help you guys clear out the way to Zulgarub. Are you guys doing anything else before you head back into the caves? Well, let's uh, follow the... Let's, let's follow the leader. You know, big, big, strong leader. You're the one with the best eyes. And you know exactly where we're going, right? <laughs> yeah, you pretty good eyes. Fantastic. Okay. You guys start to head back down. You pass by where the gelatinous cube was. You pass by where the flower beds were and everything else. You point it out to him, and he's oh, is it nice and clear. And he goes in, and he grabs another flower and eats it as you guys are going. They are tasty. A little bit sweet, huh? Yeah, I like it that way. Yeah, I made some food this morning with it, but no, no one had anything to say about if it was good or not. So I'll never know. We'll teach you how to cook good. We'll teach you. You're friend of ogres. We teach you how to cook good. No, I was just being passive aggressive with my friends. That's all. They but, were uh, the best thing you you've s- ever made. Done, 
you you stunned us with with the detail and depth of of you how you created them. I'm sorry, I was I was so focused on how to get the necklace. I didn't give it, you the it proper too little, nod. too late, focus. What? But I'm over here talking to uh, the great leader, and I pat pat him on the back as far as I can reach to his back. You know, um, uh, that's not his butt. And uh, and we're I said I'm making friends over here. Yeah. Y'all hush. Friends. That's right. In the in the distance ahead of you, as you guys round the corner and start down the pathway that you hadn't taken yet, you this the that that stagnant dank smell is getting worse. And you can hear in the distance this sound of stone moving and a almost a um like a burbling noise it's hard to describe it's it sounds it sounds bodily it almost sounds like a a, a rumbly tummy but like oh, it's coming dear. from it not not quite rumbly tummy sound like it's difficult to describe but it definitely sounds biological and it's coming in the far it's coming from the far distance and you hear the sound of like <clears throat> something getting shoved and and something being moved and almost a snarl sound and when you hear that, the Biclops turns to you and says, I thought you got rid of all the gross guys. We did. We the did. The ones that there were was... blocking the flowers. Uh, let's see what's going on here. Um, this is still around the bend. It's around a corner, right? Yeah, nothing is nearby that this is happening. You can hear sounds in the, in the distance, like right. echoing across the cave walls. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm still playing a game. Uh, friend! My friend, you you be careful. I'll I'll say um pink one here is uh, very very sneaky. So stay put. I'll go see what it is. Okay. You head along by yourself. Um roll a stealth check. Could be better with a plus 8. Uh, I got 13. Okay. You advance. You are not doing an awesome job at staying quiet, but the sounds from the cave surrounding you and the the way that the acoustics are playing against the cave walls and that sort of thing are making it so that, okay, well, this isn't terrible. It could have been better, but it's not terrible. Um, it is not a very long walk following this path that the way forward starts to ascend slightly. Um, judging by the distance and the direction, you think that the odds are pretty good that you're not very far away from coming out the other side of this cave section, either within Zulgarub proper or maybe just outside the southern walls. You know, you, you, you hear the occasional dripping sound of, of water running along the cave walls and that stale, acrid, dank sort of smell is starting to irritate you a little bit. And it's actually it's beginning to get a little humid as well. And that it, it's it's irritating on the skin like it's just it bothers you a bit. Not so much that it stops you from pressing forward, but there's like ugh, it's just gross. I don't, I don't like it. Irritating on the skin. Yeah. You reach a cavern where the water is formed into a little bit of a pool and it's it just smells rotted and disgusting and you're at the crossroads where you know you could choose to go either back toward the 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 plant cave or over toward the you know gelatinous cube room or or etc and as you continue forward the sound of the bodily noises, like it's almost like stomachs burbling or, or water bubbling or something, gets a little louder. And um, at this point, you're probably maybe 50 or 60 feet forward from 
the rest of the group and you come upon again similar to what you found in the in the cube room the long dead remains of a large sickeningly green troll with you know this these black decayed marks along its extremities all, all along its hands and its feet it's got like wounds on it from both slices but also like almost where a bubble popped under its skin like a big bad pimple and it's it's oozing that same poisonous material that you found on the troll that was in the in the room closer to the ogre mound and it's that that's making the noises so it's like the decaying body no you hear that coming from ahead of you and it's getting louder like as in, oh, as I'm still moving forward, or no, no, did no, I you, stop? You, it? you reach the you reach the body and you stop, and you can hear further down the pathway that noise is is still present. It's present. It's not coming any closer. It's not that you can tell. Okay, um, so I got to get around this troll body in order to still see what that gurgling thing is. Uh, yeah, if you if you choose to move forward, fine. Oof. Yeah, um, I'll I'll message back to Butch exactly everything that uh, Casey just said, just so that you guys are aware of what's going on. You know what's funny? Uh, just just thinking with with like the way messages that you can actually. Uh, I guess it's just all verbal because it would be funny to be able to message an image because <laughs> it's in your <sighs> head. You know, like here's an image of what I'm seeing. You know, but that would be what like looking through the eyes of somebody else. That'd be, I don't know. It's just kind of interesting um to think about that you, back to this uh, I, I message back to you don't focus huh you do not message back you don't hear anything i don't hear anything no oh solid wall <gasps> yeah is that why yeah message okay. stipulates that there is a distance involved and you are well within the range of the distance that's not a problem but you're in a winding cave network and you have to pierce all of the material to get to there, it, the message doesn't isn't received. Okay, so um, I'll creep back and. Oh, I'm sorry. Scratch that. Never mind. The spell doesn't have to follow a straight line and can travel freely around corners or through openings. So I guess it does work. Never mind. You hear it. What do you say okay. in, in response, Butch? <laughs> I, I say, "Hey, man, be careful. There's weird stuff we don't understand in there." And to be honest, I'm not comfortable you being alone without Ari, because she she she's the she's the one that uh can uh figure stuff out when it's mysterious. You know what I mean? When we can't hit it, she can always sing it a song. <laughs> I'll I'll kind of snicker in in the message back to you and and say, why don't you guys move up ahead here? Just keep an eye out if you want to bring your your drift globe up. I'm sure we have a light. And uh, take it, take it careful around this troll here. I'll, I'll stay just a little ahead of you guys. All right. Should we bring the, bring our friends? Oh yeah. Okay. So, I, uh, there's no reason not to tell our ogre friends. So I tell them what's going on, and uh, I assume they can't be sneaky, but I will tell them to stay. Far away from the gross dead troll, and I'm going to get out my drift globe 
and I'm going to say, watch your eyes. It's about to get bright in here. And I uh, kind of have it in my hand. I toss it about six inches up into the air and say, let there be light. Daylight. Okay. You cast daylight. It is good. I'll continue to roll with that joke. Mm-hmm. Uh, a ton of light spills out of this thing. And in the sections of the cave walls that are reflective enough, you can see it starts to light down the pathway a bit because it's so bright. You're able to move forward uh, un- un- uh, unhindered. Um, you get forward up to where Fulcus is. Um, you guys have eyes on this troll corpse. What are you doing from here? I'm going to be creeping carefully around the troll corpse, um, just giving it an ocular pat down. See if there's anything on it that's of interest, aside from the bursting pustules, uh, oozing pustules, uh, and then continue on the the hallway uh, quietly and stealthily. Do a perception check real quick. Perception checks. Ah, critical one. Yeah, it's a dead body. I'll have a little and then keep walking. <laughs> oh, okay. Now, what's this guy's name? The 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 Biclops. Biclops. Yeah. He's a Cyclops with two eyes. He's the Biclops. Okay. Okay, friend Biclops. Now I know you can see just fine, but can can you make sure that your guy is it just him or we got a party? How many? Did you invite more people to come with you? I thought you were just talking to him. Damn it. It's him. Okay, it's just him. uh, Okay, so don't go near the dead troll. Okay? Gotcha. Now, tell me what you're not going to do. Not going to go near the troll. All all right. You told me. Okay, just making sure. So, um, I just just step and step where I step, and I go around the troll, and I'm keeping a very close eye on the our ogre friend. Okay, because I, I I don't want any harm to come to him. Okay, you very carefully make your way around the body. He just, you know, picks up one big foot and just steps over. Nothing, <laughs> no big deal. Nothing happens. Watching uh, Butch and Falkus kind of steer clear of the body, I'm going to kind of do the same thing. Just like make a nice little path around it. Sure. It's all good. And keep following Falkus. Okay. So Falkus is moving forward. Ari, you're following in. Is everyone following? Are we moving as a group? What are we doing? I was going to stay, what, uh, 60 feet ahead, 30 feet ahead, something like that. Just try to stay ahead um, so I can at least see or hear anything um, first. Good idea. Okay. Plus, I've got the the dark vision. That's true. Um, as you... Okay, yeah, but there's plenty of light. Okay, yeah, you're fine. Um, as you continue to climb forward, um, it, again, there's a section where the pathway ascends a bit. There is a faint bit of light coming from in front of you down the pathway at this point. You do find another troll and then another um they all have that same sort of sickening disfigurements the the 
you know, the, the, the oozing and the, the discoloration to various degrees. But you're able to pass by them again. No concern. Everything seems to be fine. I mean, they're, they're, it's clear to you that they are dead. And it's also clear to you that they are not, you know, they're, they're not doing anything that indi- indicates undeath. They're just lying here. Yeah. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, 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 cool. I mean, I'm going to continue looking at each of them as I pass by them for anything of, first of all, anything of interest to pilfer off of the bodies, but secondly, also information as to each one, like gathering the signs, the symptoms, the pustules, the placements of the, you know, I don't know, just any any sort of information to piece together a bigger picture. Go ahead and roll a medicine check for that. Medicine check. I'm going to have to get working on some of these things here. Medicine is a, hey, a net 20. How's that with a plus zero? Okay. Uh, On a natural 20, you can tell that all of these trolls, and like because the markings are similar to these two, the one that you passed and the one that was all the way far back, these trolls all seem to have been ravaged by massive doses of poison that of, of one flavor or another that has mutated them almost. There are lingering poisons infused into its blood and its tissues, and the poison leaks and drips from its pores. Um, it's coated on its fangs and on its claws. This th- These things are a mess, and it's because they have been, like, steeped in poisonous material of one flavor or another. Well, I'm not resistant to poison. Do the bodies look like they were, like, the bodies fell here or were placed here? They seem to have fallen here. Okay, so they were alive and walking and poisoned somehow. Um, What about the air? Is the air, I mean, aside from smelling pretty nasty still, can I tell if there's any poison in the air? With the 20 medicine check and your familiarity with what's going on with these trolls, you then compare it to the atmosphere around you. It's similar. No, he had said that we can feel something weird on his skin. Yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's causing you discomfort at the worst. It's not causing you harm and it's not injuring you. It's it's it not giving you a condition of any kind, but it's... Ugh. We're, we're having an acute reaction, but I'm worried about the chronic reactions. Has the... I'm just trying to re- remember. Um, since we first started feeling the discomfort on our skin, um, has that increased as we've gone further down this uh, tunnel? Mm-hmm. and Marginally. Just marginally, that's it? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to message back to, to Butch... Actually, I'm going to message back to Ari this time because I haven't talked to Ari in a while. And obviously, this, I'm assuming that Butch and her are sharing what I'm passing back to them. Mm. I've been taking a closer look at these trolls and something spewed some nasty, nasty poison onto these guys. They're, they're, there's more bodies up ahead here. Um, they look like they fell. Like they, like they obviously walked in here as living creatures and they fell. And, and as I'm, you know, thinking through this, it, you know, that, that feeling that we got on our skin, it's it's that poison's in the air. But I, I don't know. With that medicine check, too, would I know if the if the feeling in the air, the poison in the air is coming from the bursting pustules? Ugh. You, you don't get that sense, no. 
Okay, so then I'll pass that on to Ari as well. It's like, it's like I, I, I don't know where that poison in the air is coming from. It's obviously, it's not coming from the body. So something, something's emanating this, this poison um, and definitely barfed it all over these trolls or infused these trolls with them uh, more, more specifically because they're just, it's, it's all in throughout their entire bodies. I'm going to keep creeping forward then. Then I'll just tell, just uh, if Ari wants to respond back and if you guys want to keep keep creeping forward behind me. I'll probably respond back to to you because I'm assuming we all would, you would have told us what the necklace was or like maybe did we have a conversation about what the necklace was? So I told you guys what it did above table, but the most you guys know about it in character is what you deduced about it, which as it turns out is correct, but you guys haven't like had scientific this is we've done the study and we've determined that it actually has this like it's just okay. but you, you you're pretty confident given the circumstances that you know so we does. think it's something that can help with with like ailments of some sort would be with, would yeah. be what i would know okay i'm gonna message back um i think you might have an advantage here we're gonna hold up see if you creep a little for, further just with looking around with the bodies and what she or what he relayed I think our best move is to just kind of stay put for just a moment and see if you can maybe find out where this is coming from. Oh, yeah. The the necklace is probably might be giving me an edge. You're absolutely right. All right. Cool. I'll keep you posted. Hang tight. And then I'm going to like just turn to Butch and uh, our ogre friend and be like, Falcus is, is checking something out. We're going to wait here for just a moment. Okay. While he goes ahead. Falcus, you move ahead and the path begins to level out. And you can see a light maybe 100 feet ahead of you. The room itself, it widens a bit, and there's a couple of escarpments that climb kind of on the left side. But if you just stick to the level you're on, you can kind of just walk straight toward, uh, kind of around a bend a little bit. The way the, the You can walk like on a flat surface toward where the light is coming into the cave area. Um, you perceive that section to be an exit. Pushing its way through the rocks that have that you can see from this distance that at one time blocked off this pathway, you can see a troll disfigured the way that you've seen the previous trolls disfigured with verbally like grossness just coming from its body, working its way through some the the like a rock is pushed further out of the way and it it comes crawling through and you can see that it is trying to make its way into this cave and it's succeeding at this point about how far back is the rest of the party so focus was 60 feet ahead of us how close was he to that when he sent the message oh you know what you said 60 feet and i think focus at 60 feet earlier is it fair to say that you guys are keeping about a 60 foot like consistent pace, like you're moving forward yes. at the same rate. Yeah. Okay, yeah. so then you guys are about 60 feet behind in the passageway. Falcus, you can see a troll pushing its way through, and as it looks up, you're uh, roll a stealth check one more time. Dirty 20. Okay. What you see, and for the benefit of everybody, uh. this troll is is swollen in places. It's dripping with that same gross material it's got slashes across it where it's just like it looks like it's sweating poison it's horrifying looking it takes a glance into the room but perhaps because 
it's entering a dark cave from a bright outside sky, or perhaps because it just doesn't have the wherewithal, or perhaps because you are the stealthiest man to have ever snuck through a cave, you do not, it does not notice you immediately. But you know that as it crawls its way into the cave, which it is beginning to do, it will, like, it only has one way to move, and it's your way. So I'm going to give you, I'm going to say, a round of combat's worth of activity that you can do before it starts to move forward in such a way that it becomes threatening. Awesome. Uh, You said these escarpments here. This is going upwards, right? Yes, that one goes up. The one next to it goes up as well. Okay. Um... You think this this Omni in the <laughs> South that we're not supposed to trust? Hey, this this picture is really disgusting. It it looks like what it looks like is a wow goblin that is tall and swollen, and then everything else. Uh, its its face looks like a wow goblin face. Think think like Prince Gallywix, but disgusting. Like yes. more so. That's what I think about. Yeah, pustules and dripping and half-eaten arm of acid. Casey gets an A plus for finding these pictures. Like they're just they're perfect. In a monster manual. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, This one specifically from Morgan Caden's Tome of Foes. But yes, you still matched it well. I think. Yeah. Good job. I am going to. So if this is if this is a round of of combat type maneuvers at this point um, um, you know what no actually given given the 20 and their passive perception let's call it two rounds of combat worth of time to prepare perfect um, I'm going to message back to them 60 feet behind me and basically say uh, source of the poison is making its way to us uh, it came in through the it, it, it came in from the cave it's coming down the pathway right now get ready for a fight I'm going to go hide or not hide. Uh, I'm I'm gonna go position myself. Okay, I think it's generous of me to call that message one action because that's what I <laughs> action is six seconds, and that was like an hour. <laughs> uh, no, okay, so that's an action. Um, you have another action that you can take as um, well as movement. Butch uh, Ari talking is a free action. Yeah, but actually. casting message is an action. No, that's fine. That's perfect. That was my intention in the first place. Um, and I've got movement, you say. But but we're... You're ahead of us. Yes. So is that where you are? I mean, we're just looking at a map right now. Yeah, I just put the tokens on the map because eventually you guys are going to be on the map. You guys are not on the map yet. You guys are 60 feet south of this map. Okay. All right, to climb up this escarpment is going to be, what, half movement? Yeah, so each... Each five by five uh, square where the escarpment is is going to cost you ten feet of movement, and yeah, no, that's correct. Yes. All right, perfect. So we're going to go click there. We go five, ten. Oh, that was here. Uh, let's go twenty-five, thirty. So I'll just stay on the edge. That way, at least I have line of sight because these escarpments here make it kind of like if I stayed where I was, I don't have line of sight on that guy. So I wanted to stay right about here at the edge of the first escarpment. Okay. May I ask a question? Yeah. What is an escarpment? We found this out. I I found this word in D&D books, and then we climbed one two weeks ago. Last week? Yeah. It's a a rubble fall off of a hillside. Yeah. Sometimes they take work to climb up. Um, Sometimes they... um, 
take the right pair of boots. But yeah, it's like a steep incline on a rock surface. A steep incline on a rock surface. Okay, so it's um, kind of hindered moving. Yeah. Movement then. A long, so, steep slope, especially one at the edge of a plateau or separating areas of land at different heights. Okay, so we've got. I'm looking like at, at a bunch. So is Falcus going down? Up. Okay. It's, it's, it's hard to look on on a 2D map. Yeah, it so is. if I'm. If I'm looking at this correctly, where I'm pinging to the left, is that up? Yes. Where the okay. troll is would be kind of like the lowest layers, my understanding. And then, yeah, up there yes. by the rock and mushrooms would yeah, I be think the it highest. Looks like, looks like the dark line is upper and the less clear line, the, the more gray line is, is below. So if you see the, the tiers. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then so- this section over here is wall. Like a like, wall. Okay. Yeah. So if we're looking and this guy's walking, the, the clearest way for him to go is on this lower level. It's it's basically a trail. Yeah, that, that looks like how he's moving. Yes. Okay, cool. Thank you. So you guys, Ari and Butch, you, whichever one of you received the message, you guys are about 60 feet back. You have, let's call it two rounds of combat worth of time to prepare for, oh, okay, there's a troll on its way into this cave that we're in. What would you guys like to do? Falkus took his uh, his movement. Oh, his- did I, I so I took I took one action to send the message. I have a second action, right? Yeah. So I just did movement. So I'll, I'll use a second action to move along here. Okay. Um, I'm keeping low. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you would you would retain the same stealth check. Okay. I, I think that's probably fine. Okay. Cool. I think Thank you. Whichever one of us got the message would probably like relay get ready for a fight and just because it's two turns of action or 60 feet back moving would take all of mine just to get to the entrance of the cave you have 30 feet of movement and if you use your action on that turn you could do another 30 feet of movement so it would take you one full turn of hustling it to get to where you are on the map right now and then you would have a round of combat to do something from this position so if you okay. if you guys are all deciding okay well we're going to rush forward that's fine you all rush forward and now you are here you can take one movement one action you know, et cetera, to prep because you know you got something coming up. Done. What are you doing, Butch? I'm readying my axe. Uh, uh, hopefully, uh, crap. Hopefully. You got about 65 feet, let's say, Butch, on flat surface. That is not as the crow flies to right. like rush forward to the target or make other choices like I don't, I don't know I live your life what do you, what, what you need I'm hoping for a sneak attack on this guy so what I want to do is what would be a better thing to do than attack usually it's, it's, it's pretty obvious what I need to do um, but we're, we're we're gearing up for a sneak sneak attack yeah that's if that's the direction you guys want to take then fine Okay, I whisper to the Biclops, you stay right here until the fight starts, okay? Good. And then I move right here. It's it's like 15 feet. It's not very much at all. And I uh, hide. Okay, roll a stealth check. For some reason, it says I have advantage on this. Is that? Oh, that's from the raptor dogs. 
Um, if you go into your off. inventory and unequip that, uh, the, the raptor dog food, that'll go away. Because you ate those yesterday, so that, that buff would have fallen off by now. Let's see. Food, raptor dog, equip, unequip. Okay. I need a, I need a bag organizer. I need a bag add-on. Okay, so I'm rolling a stealth check. I'm not right going to be stingy with bags, by the way. If you want to go into the inventory manager and just grab a bunch of bags and throw them into your inventory, what it do, what it'll do, it'll automatically create sections in your inventory that you can move stuff around on, and then you can name them different things. Like if you go into if you look at Falcus's thing, he's got like six bags for all kinds of different stuff. That's something that Falcus would do. I neglected to say inspiration. Eh, no. Okay, so for my stealth, I rolled an eight. Okay. Mind you, I am like 60 feet away. Right. Ari, what are you doing? I am going to... If I am right here, am I still in line of sight of... Or right here, sorry, wrong one. Can I still see Butch over the edge? Yeah. You'd be able to just okay. turn and look down and see him. Yeah, absolutely. So I want to keep in line of sight of Butch and Falcus is my plan. So I'm going to go 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. Okay, cool. I did it right. And just still like crouch down, still following like the the general vibe of the area, but keeping sight of Falcus ahead of me and Butch behind me just to have them both in case I need them. Okay, great. Roll a stealth check for me. Well, I rolled an 11. Okay. And I got to pull the Biclops's character sheet real quick. Okay. We're all like holding our breath. Uh-huh. An extension of friendship and one expertly executed trade later. The Biclops, the leader of the Mashag Ogres, has joined our heroes to help them sneak in to Zul'Garub. Nearly to their goal, they've encountered a new enemy. A mutated, poisonous troll blocks their way forward. Our heroes have taken down a troll once before, so they must be ready for this, right? We'll find out the next time we queue up for some more heroic dungeons and dragons. Please follow us at twitter.com slash heroic DND, where you'll find our players' social media info and a link to our Discord server.